Welcome to Anime Out of Context, a comedy review show hosted by a basement dweller who grew up scrounging terrible fan subs on sketchy websites prior to the convenience of modern streaming, alongside a willfully ignorant soul whose only knowledge of anime comes from the shows forced upon him here. This show will contain spoilers, incorrect information, and copious amounts of adult language. Our hosts are not experts on any topic, and everything they say should be taken with a grain of salt. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And I go clicking weird links and then somehow end up naked in the shower with Sean. (laughs) I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Dylan Kreider. Oh man, folks, you might have noticed a little something. It it is the Halloween spooky season and the scariest thing of all has happened. We've lost Remington. Oh shit, oh no! (laughs) Not permanently, not permanently, mind. Just for, just temporarily. We are doing what we can to, uh, you know, make sure that we can have consistent content. And that means a lovely little Dylan episode. While Remington is struggling heavily with Haunted House spooky season stuff. And since I'm still not quite as busy as he is, this is our opportunity to just kind of get a little something something special. Because Dylan, after all, you are kind of like of the three of us, you are the most externally spooky, wouldn't you say? I have a chainsaw on my arm. Like, it doesn't get much spookier than that. Like, (laughs) the man spent an exorbitant amount of money to have a reference to a cult hit from the 80s tattooed on his arm. Like, you're, you don't get much more Halloween-y than that, I don't think, my friend. I'm also wearing a Halloween shirt at the moment. Yeah, no, I'm I'm always Halloweened up. Yeah, and to be fair, all of us are, but you especially, like, if we were walking down the path you're, and you saw the three of us walking side by side, you'd see a bunch of long-haired weirdos, right? But you'd also see one that looks like he's been hanging out a little too much time inside and is also wearing a little bit too much black. That's just the, that's just the way things are. We don't need to throw shade anywhere, Dylan. The point he says is, as he fucking throws shade. Look, man, look. We gotta throw a little bit of shade here and there because that's how the goofs happen. Uh, but speaking of goofs, Dylan, it's been a hot minute since we've had uh, you do an episode with me. So, do you have any expectations for what we're going to get into today? Okay, so going off of my previous knowledge of things that we have covered, you and I specifically, Correct. that haven't been bonus episodes, it's going to be something that isn't necessarily terribly popular. It isn't something that you want to have to show Rem, or it's something that you've decided you can't show Remington because of the content. Right, because with you, Dylan, I technically get a little bit more freedom. Oh, God. Because all things considered, like back when we started this podcast five years ago, I made some promises to Remington that I would just never, there were some limitations on the content I would show you. because you know i have to keep him around somehow so instead i would be very careful and selective about what i show and not just choose random horny bullshit for the sake of horny bullshit sean what dylan why are you scared sean dylan it's the spooky season do you think i'd do this to you yes (laughs) you think i would terrify the shit out of you and show you the most horrible horny nonsense to ever exist during one of our favorite times of the year, all in the sake of fear and horror. Sean! 
<laughs> oh, buddy, buddy, do you really have such little faith in me? I know what happens when you get a modicum of power. <laughs> Look, man, I've had power of this podcast for five years, and I've held back for a lot of things. So, really, really... That's why I'm concerned. You should be thanking me, Dylan. You should be thanking me for how generous I've been to you over the years. You know, we treat you well, we treat you nice, we show you things that are usually either weird or interesting or fit in with your niche interests. But Dylan, there's one thing that I haven't really had much options with. I think I might have done it once or twice before with you, but I think I think since I did it to Remington, I should do it to you too. Dylan, how do you um, feel about making a choice about your fate? Son of a bitch! <laughs> Because to my recollection, you haven't had to make a choice recently, or ever, if I recall. The closest thing I've had to a choice, as far as I can recall, on the podcast was when Remington had me play some Netflix roulette and I got stuck watching a three-hour-long Bollywood film where my critique of it was almost as long as the movie itself. Ah, so see, that means that I'm not the one that put you through that torture. It was Remington that put you through that kind of hellscape. I've never put you through that. No, kind of that was still you. That that was still you because you bitched out. Hey, look, man, you roll a natural one on the dice. You gotta you gotta take your self defense into account, you know. And I had watched five episodes of horrible shit up to that point. Speaking of which, if you're wondering what the fuck we're talking about, check out our Patreon. Five bucks a month, you get twelve episodes of April Fools, where I am suffering for ninety percent of the time. And all of them are now in neat little categories. So if you have a preferred type of our content, whether it be a pre-banter, individual episode, bit full episode, or our bonus episodes, they're all there. It's just a link. You can click on it. You'll get our 12 Days of April Fools. You'll get our oh, like, well over 150-odd pre-banters. There, there's a lot going yeah, on. Dylan did a lot of lovely work. And now that we're done shilling, Dylan, I need you to make a decision for me. It's a, it's a, it's a simple decision. I'm not going to have you, uh-huh. like do a whole charade of rolling a dice and picking something random from Netflix. No, 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 no. I have two shows picked out for you, Dylan, and I simply want you to choose which one we cover. Of course, I can't tell you everything about each show, but I am going to give you a little more power than I give Remington. You are going to get to ask one question about each show, and the only limitation is... They can't be the same question about each show, and you can't ask a question that is essentially, what is the show? Fuck! Yep. Nope, I saw through that. Damn saw it. Saw through that one, uh. bud. Saw, look, I'm a dungeon master. I know how these things work. <laughs> you, you saw the gears clicking through the wall. You saw a loophole and you wanted to just go right through it. Ain't letting you happen, bud. Just be grateful that you're getting the chance to choose your own questions. Sometimes Remington Kay. gets them out of me before I uh, even give him a like a brief synopsis, but this time I'm being upfront and personal with you. You got two options, and, well, let's just say the horror is in the options. All right, so I've got one question for each option. Correct. Uh, okay. <sighs> is the first show, could it be considered an etchy? I would say no. Okay. Don't like the pause that you had there, Sean. Well, hey, I had to do some heavy consideration. I, don't like the fact I had to, to do some heavy consideration. You had to fucking think over whether or not something was etchy, huh? All right. So the second show, is it a source of reaction gifts? Yes. Fuck. Huh. <laughs> Shit, wait. 
Yeah. Oh, God, now I'm just thinking of all the anime reaction gifs I've seen. Yeah, no, but Shit. Like, that's a wild question to ask, because that doesn't narrow down shit. <laughs> you know, I was hoping you were going to say no, because then I knew it was going to be something at least either relatively obscure or something along those lines. You know what? I'll even give you Shit. a bonus. I would say the second show is technically looter than the first show. Technically? Yeah, technically. Uh, what? I'm just being honest, man. I don't know what you want from me. I gave you a bonus answer. I don't, I don't, I don't understand, Sean. So one is, you know, technically not an ecchi. The other one is technically looter. Now, are you saying, like, the first one's a hentai and this one's actually worse? <laughs> I don't know. Fucking hell, man. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you really think I would just up and show you pornography for our podcast, Dylan? Yes. Especially if it'd be funny. <laughs> you know what? You're not wrong on that front. If it was, if it was hilarious enough, I probably would. But I will uh, swayed some of your doubts. No, it is not a hentai. And okay, so I don't have to worry about fucking Elfin Lied or Bible Black. Cool. Uh, well, technically, Elfin Lied's not a hentai. So that that tell that to my eighth grade girlfriend. Yeah. Hey, look, man. If there's a lot of blood and boobs, it doesn't automatically make it a hentai. It just makes it a dark part of your childhood. Doesn't, like, the very first episode feature some variety of sexual assault? Uh, or am I misremembering? Oh, it's been a hot minute since I've seen that one, Dylan, which is kind of tipping the, the hand a little bit that it's not that, but the first, Thank fucking God. The first oh. episode involves the main experiment girl wandering around tearing the heads off of the people at the laboratory and in the buff. So it's just girl okay. wandering around naked and people being ripped apart by telekinetic hands, for the most part, so... All right, all right, all right. So, Sean, yep, I I am concerned about both of these. Okay, do you feel a bit tense? Do you feel <sighs> a bit scared? I'm, yeah, I'm I'm a little nervous. I'm I'm a little nervous. Uh, however, actually, I feel before you make your decision, Dylan. Oh, I'm just gonna throw a oh. little extra layer of flavor on there. Okay, one of these shows you have a high, much higher chance to like than the other. Oh fuck. And you're not going to tell me which one, naturally. Of course. Uh, so I'm just telling you, there's a good option here. There's a bad option here. So See, I, I, I think I'm, I, I'm seeing through the fucking matrix here. The reason you're telling me that is because there's one that you've given me more information on. However, that information is making me lean a little bit away from it. Now, you, you did that just to plant the seed of doubt, make me think, oh, is it possible I might actually like this fucking show? I... I Mm, or am uh, I just double bluffing also, you? <laughs> or you're just lying through your fucking teeth. That too. That could be an option. I tried to be pretty straightforward and honest with Remington, but with you, anything's fucking fair, as far as I'm concerned. I can abuse you however yeah. I want on this podcast. Mwahaha. Shit. Hi, Hermes. Get off my lap, buddy. <laughs> I'm not heavy on my lap. Even Hermes is on my side here. Yeah, no, fuck. Uh, gonna make you a cocktail and put fucking that really terrible peanut butter whiskey in. Oh god, we still have that? Alright, yeah. Oh, we're not getting rid of that anytime it's, soon. Oof. It's not like we've been drinking it. Yeah. Alright, alright. I choose the first option? Question mark? Unless it's bad, and then I'll go for the second option. <laughs> That's not the way it works, my guy. You Are you choosing the first one, and is that your final answer? Yeah, fuck it. It's my final answer. Fuck it. Okay. Would you like to know what we're not watching first? 
Yes. Oh. Question. All right. Mark. So you've locked in the first option. Yep. And the second option, which we were going to watch, was the one I was kind of hoping you'd pick, Dylan, you know, because it would have been a perfect time for me to be a little self-indulgent. Because the second option that we were going to watch is not technically anime. Because What? Yeah, I really would have wanted to sit down and watch it with you because I figured it would be a good time and I could help explain things and, you know... I've been... Okay, if it's not fucking anime, you can't... <laughs> oh, an it's animated. It's animated and anime adjacent and has a lot of anime voice actors. Don't worry. Oh, it's it, it anime adjacent, so it's critical. Role. Yeah, I okay. wanted to show you Vox Machina, my man. I, I wanted uh. to sit down and show you. Plus, it had Grey Delisle in it, and I figured that'd be a nice treat for you and you'd really enjoy it. And it is. We've already watched like the first episode two together. Have you? Yeah, last year. I don't remember. Either way. Yeah, you sat me down for that. Yeah. There was a bar fight. There is a bar fight. There is a bar fight. But hey, that would have just meant that we would have watched more together, you know? It would have been a nice, fun time. Could have watched the whole thing. Could have seen Grey Delisle being Grey Delisle, being an evil, nasty Do lady. Do love Grey Delisle. Do love Grey And Grey-Lyle. it's wonderful and a great old time. And it is technically hornier because there is straight up nudity and lots of sexual references in it. That's not what we're watching, Dylan. Oh, God. Oh, God. What we're watching is a show that I saw it air in fall of 2001. 2001, excuse me? What? (laughs) 2001! When you were were a wee little lad. No, no, no. 2021, excuse me. And And I thought to myself, man, this could be a good goof of a show to show Remington, but also... I don't want to research it if I don't have to, because I watched one oh, episode no. of it and I thought to myself, man, this is, this is dog shit. So instead, I figured, eh, I'll put it off. Then I was scrolling through thinking, oh, what can I show my good friend Dylan? I mean, obviously, I can have a Vox Machina in my back pocket so I can have an excuse to talk about it with my friend and we can gush about the, the nice things about it and what makes it lovely and nice, while still having an excuse to show it to Remington later for like a patron bonus episode or something. But... Instead, I was like, I gotta have an actual anime as an option as well, because, you know, that's that's only fair. And I was like, oh, this one. Perfect. Dylan will know exactly how to watch and handle this one, and Remington will be grateful that he never has to see it. Uh, What? So, (laughs) Dylan, the anime we're going to be watching today is simply titled Shinkan no Mi Shira Nai Uchi ni Kachigumi Jinsei. Any guesses on the translation of that one? Jesus Christ, no, that was... was this, is this a light novel adaptation? It is. Yeah, I figured. Okay, what is it in English, or its most commonly known name? Well, Because I got nothing. The full English title of this show is The Fruit of Evolution. Before I knew it, my life had it made. Oh, no. Oh, God, it's going to be a fucking harem. Ooh, Fuck. you nailed it. You nailed it. Um, it's not technically an etchy. Fuck. Yeah, it doesn't have the etchy tag on the mal page, so you know what? That's That was my decision factor on it. Oh, son of a bitch. Yeah, nope, it's a light novel oh. harem isekai, my guy. Oh, for crying out loud, this is like, I just, I just rolled snake eyes. Cool. So it's going to be about some fucking loser kid and... He's going to be born. It's going to be nothing but wish fulfillment bullshit. He's going to be bland as hell. He's going to have, you know, kind of short, scraggly black hair. And he's going to have just that annoying ass bland bitch voice. And he's going to be going to, and he's not even going to be in fucking high school. He's going to be in whatever it's middle school, right? Is the term they use still? Ah, yeah. 
yeah, he's going to be late year middle school, not knowing what he's going to do with his fucking life, and he's going to be this annoying little shit. Great. Fuck. <laughs> buddy, buddy, when you said you saw through the Matrix, I was like, he's actually going to give me a good time this week. It's going to be great. But no, no, you doubted yourself too much, my guy. But you're actually only partially correct on your little description. Oh, okay. Because this, this okay. show has something I've never seen before. What? Yeah, no, it has one aspect of the show that I have never seen before, and that's in regards to, like, the first member of the so-called harem. Because, giving you the basic synopsis of how things starts, yeah, you're, it's it's about a high school kid, first of all, so, you know, not, not yeah. middle school. Oh, okay, okay. Not middle school. And it's about our main guy, Seichi Hiragi, and he is, well, you're never gonna believe this, but he's an unpopular fat a kid that nobody in his school likes, right? You never heard that one before. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, to the point where, like, literally everybody actively dislikes him to, like, an unrealistic degree, I would say. But one day, while he's in school, after being slightly bullied, someone claiming to be the voice of God <laughs> what? comes over the school's intercoms and tells everybody in his class that they're all going to be transported to another world and given special skills to help them advance and defeat the Demon King. You know, it's typical, typical oh. isekai plot. However, because he's kind of isolated and disliked by all of his friends, he is kind of transported to this world separate from everyone else and completely by himself. This sounds like something that we have covered in the past, that type of introduction, not necessarily with the voice of God. With the voice of God coming over the intercom, I was hoping for a Dead Man Wonderland situation. But... Yeah, nah, afraid not, bud. You're, you're asking for too much quality from this. Uh... And, you know, he's transported because, you know, he's, he's so mistreated and so bullied. And when he gets to this land, he wakes up in a forest and he discovers a lovely little fruit called the Fruit of Evolution. And the story. Mm -hmm. So he he takes a bite and he becomes Darwin from the X Men. He will evolve to have whatever power is necessary to get past the situation. So it's slime reincarnate, but sucralose. Ah, that'd be more interesting, I think, than what actually happens. Fuck. But look, the point is, he finds this fruit and he does get. We'll call it some upgrades, and those upgrades give him the edge he was lacking in comparison to what all of his other cohorts got. Especially, he also gets a special power gifted from God since he was so isolated and singled out and abused. And the first, like, th two episodes involve him meeting uh, his first companion, Saria. And uh, she is a a very forward, red-headed young woman who at first is angry with him, as you might expect, but then grows to like him, you know, as these things okay, go. Okay, so, does this start... Does their, does their relationship start with some lucky pervert bullshit? No, actually. Oh, Like okay. I said, this isn't an ache. It's got some, like, horny elements to it, don't get me wrong. I mean, it's a harem isekai, what do you want from me? There are, I mean, so many isekais have the lucky pervert trope and are, come the fuck on. Yeah. I, what I'm going to say, Dylan, is the thing that uh, I have never seen before involves how the relationship between... Uh, Saria and Hiragi starts. So, the stuff I told you is what I've seen before. What the fuck does that mean? What the fuck does that mean? Sean, you've watched thousands of fucking anime. Yeah, How the no, fuck is this the, something you've ever fucking seen? Yeah, fuck? this one has one very unique aspect to it that I, be honest, I didn't expect from a seasonal isekai, but 
you know, there it was, and it shocked me to my core when I saw it. So, you know, I figured sharing wait, this experience with you would be worthwhile. Wait, wait, is she actually a human being? So I think we should just jump straight into it. Let's go watch. Oh, God damn it. Let's go watch some Fruit of Evolution before I knew it. My life had it made. Ah, how many fucking episodes? Oh, fuck, man. You don't have much to do. Let's see. Let's call it. Let's call it an even five. Have fun. Uh, five's not even. It's odd. Uh, happy Halloween. And we are back after watching five whole episodes of the fall 2021 anime, The Fruit of Evolution, Before I Knew It, My Life Had It Made. And Dylan, man, you bet you really wish you chose the other option, huh? If I had known from the fucking get-go when you were pulling, Sean. Hey, tis the season, man. Trick or treat. How you doing? <laughs> yeah, give me something good to eat and not a fruit of evolution, motherfucker. I don't know, it seems like a lot of good things happened to the ones who ate the fruit, but at the same time, it also felt a little bit, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Problematic? That's a good word for it. I think that's a good word for it. Problematic is a very light way of putting it. I think whoever wrote the light novel this is based on needs to um, be investigated. Hmm, hmm, that seems a bit extreme. It can't be that bad, And also Dylan. see a psychiatrist. Well, I mean, yeah, that, that... That much I could have told you without uh, anything. Like the synopsis alone is more than enough to be like, "Hey, dog, you got, you might, you might want to, might want to talk to somebody about this." And not oh no, the, the author this. is very clearly channeling his insecurities and his childhood trauma into the bland bitch protagonist, and it's very clear. <sighs> anyway, so yeah, Sean, this sucks. <laughs> well, but I had a good option lined up for you, but. But you didn't even let me know what the fuck was going on between the two choices. You were like, oh, this one has, you know, oh, yeah, that's one part thing of going on. This one has another, and I'm going to fucking fuck with your mind. And now here I am after <laughs> watching this fucking, not, I wouldn't even say trashy. Trashy would be an honorific. This isn't trashy. This is just fucking bland. Anyway. Uh. Yeah, because, Dylan, the thing is, like... It wouldn't be much of a game or much of an experience if I just told you, ah, would you rather watch the bad show or the good show? Hmm. It, it doesn't exactly build tension. There's not exactly uh, a whole lot of, you know, inspiration behind it. You know, you need but to have... Sean, I didn't want to watch this with the gorilla. I wanted to watch Great Lyle. I know you wanted to watch Great Alisle, Dylan. We'll watch Great Alisle together at some point. Maybe we'll turn that into episode. Maybe we won't. We'll see. But for now, right. you've got to talk about uh, <laughs> talk about clapping gorilla cheeks. Okay. So come on. We only watched five episodes. There have been no. There's been no cheek clapping. The um, the protagonist thought giving a girl a hug was too far for. And I quote. A virgin like him. Yeah. So this is the kind of show we're, we're going into. Full of Marvel-style quips referencing anime tropes. That kind of bullshit. Anyway, let's start from the very beginning. Yeah, we don't need a full play-by-play -play for this one, because I'll tell you right now, full play-by-play -play will bore you to tears. Oh, absolutely. However, there is something fascinating with how this show started that it's been a bit since I've seen it in an anime. Yeah, 
it started in media res. Yeah. It, it's been a fair bit since I've seen something like that. It opens, of course, incredibly lame setting up for, oh, it's going to be sexy. Oh, there's going to be titties uh, with a naked lady on the ground running up and giving our protagonist, who is the most bland bitchest of protagonists, a hug, yada, fucking yada. Okay, let's get into this. I knew immediately off the back once the OP rolled, that was a gorilla. Yeah. The naked lady is a fucking gorilla, Sean. That is correct, yes. Sentient gorilla, but a gorilla. Only sentient, because it ate fruits of evolution and read a book on magic. Not just a book on magic, actually. This particular book is something that Brigham Young University would have. This was an entire magic book on homemaking. Yeah, not exactly, uh, not exactly doing greatness for, you know, uh, feminist movements on this show for certain. It's not exactly helping out the situation, is it? Oh, no, absolutely not. So, yes, uh, starting things off, you know, Dead Man Wonderland. Oh, yeah. Very familiar. Uh, mix that with SAO. That is the entire intro to the Isekai. Children are in class. The protagonist is getting bullied, being called a pig. God comes over the radio, says, yo, bitches, it's time to get Isekai'd. Yeah. On, Pretty straightforward. Yeah. 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 No, no, that like, is the entire Isekai. It doesn't get much more straightforward than that. Like, there's no real reason for it to happen. It just kind of kind of happens. Now that I'm thinking about it. I'm fairly certain I know who that god is. Yeah. It's white. has fluffy little ears. He wears a fucking floral print shirt. <laughs> anyway, everyone in everyone everywhere, including people bullying our bland bitch protagonist, get video game powers. Um, they make fun of our protagonist even further because his gender is creepy male. That almost got a giggle out of me. But then I realized, <laughs> oh, this is going to be its entire joke. I'm like, oh, that's. Yeah, no, that's that's the entire <laughs> that's uh, basis for humor and personality in the show. It ain't great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bridge protagonist wakes up, isekai'd, new world, directly in front of him, the titular fruit of evolution. And then starts the OP. That makes it very clear. The primary harem member is a gorilla. And I had some concerns, Sean. Yeah? I was really worried that every member of this harem was going to be an animal of some description. Like an anthropomorphized version after eating a fruit? Yes, I was worried that this was going to be One Piece meets Shield Hero. <laughs> ew, ew, that's, a, that's, a, that's an unfortunate combo. I do not like that flavor. Thank you very much. There's more unfortunate combos to come. So I was actually worried about this. I wrote in my notes because I was very drunk as I was watching this because we had just gotten back from Oktoberfest and I forgot we had to watch the show. Yeah, but I'll tell you right now, getting through it sober ain't exactly a great experience. Oh, no, I was sober by the end and I was very angry. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I'm going to quote directly from my notes. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. They're all evolved animals, aren't there? Oh, my God. He's going to fuck a horse or a Vaporeon or Judy Hops. <laughs> God damn it. You got to get the dig at me in there, don't you? Yes, because you made me watch this, Sean. Hey, look, man, I gave you an out. <laughs> uh, anyway, our, um, now that we get past the exposition moment of this show, our bland protagonist eats fruit of evolution, becomes incredibly powerful right out the gate, um, and this turns into slime reincarnate, but without any charm. Mm. Every That's single creature he even incidentally kills, he gets to absorb all of their powers and gets a book on their entire backstory. Yeah, so it's literally every like generic uh, isekai overpowered ability, but uh, without any of the charm or character. 
no charm, no character, no actual fucking buildup, no elaborating on a character's motivations before the confrontation. No, you wait until there is stain on the pavement to realize, oh, oh, shit, let me just, uh, and he loved a girl and she died. Ah, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, You don't seem super thrilled, my guy. No, I'm not. I'm so incredibly angry. Slime Rain, Carnate, Bland Bitch, Protagonist, Kirito, McFuckface. What's uh, his actual name, Dylan? Do you, do you even remember? I didn't write his name down. I just wrote BP, BB Poo. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's Seiichi? Yeah, there you go. Okay, cool, Seiichi. Yes. Uh, Seiichi eats the fruit of evolution and immediately becomes God. Okay, I say he eats the fruit of evolution. He eats ten. Yeah. Where he then, apparently, of, these... Of these, these incredibly yeah. super rare fruits, by the way. <laughs> these deus ex machina will somehow make you the, the best you could ever be, a shining example of your species, which gives some really gross eugenics vibes. Oh, yeah. No, the eugenics vibes in this whole show are mad uncomfy. Uh, not to mention, your stats are, of course, inherited. It's a video game world, of course, there are stats. Yeah, why not? Uh, and as our as Seiichi has been eating these fruits of evolution, his stats haven't increased much. He gets his first kill. They all shoot up to beyond human capabilities because they want no buildup. The show has no fucking buildup. We are meet our first harem member, a pink gorilla. She wants to fight him. That's their entire that that that's the entire setup. He doesn't die. So she wants to fuck him. Sean. Yeah. What would you say if. I showed you a nice pink gorilla. Uh, no. First of all, just no. As a rule. Okay, good. Uh, that means you're actually in line with the show's protagonist. I don't like, I don't like that comparison. I don't, uh, please don't, don't do that. Don't, don't, don't bring that kind of comparison into the mix. It's a fair comparison. Right off the gate, our character, after being sexually propositioned by a gorilla, says, no, I don't want to fuck a gorilla. I'm sure you're a nice lady. I don't want to fuck a gorilla. That's reasonable, right, Sean? That reasonable enough. Consent is everything. So she kidnaps him. Yeah. For snooze new. Yep, 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 yep. He escapes, runs away. She's chasing him the entire time. And then he ends up, boom, in the dungeon of a lich. Yeah. That's a big fucking jump from being tormented by a gorilla for snooze new to end up in the dungeon of a lich. Yeah. Doesn't exa- there's not exactly a, there's not a gradual increase there. No, and I'm... It feels like I should be saying more about what happens between each of these beats, each of these events. There's nothing else. This show's pacing is garbage. It will jump from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next. Oh, sure. In this new snoo hideout, we find out, oh, it learned how to speak from reading Mormon homemaker books and can sew a shirt. That doesn't fucking mean anything. It's all jump from one random fucking event to the next. So... In this random event, this is a random encounter in the overworld, effectively. Uh, this boss encounter where meek little human finds a lich. The lich goes, he's about to stab our bland bitch protagonist because there's no setup. Just he walks into the lich's den. The lich is like, I, I'm a stab a bitch, which I can empathize. If someone walks into my den, I also do want to stab a bitch. But oh no, Magilla Gorilla <laughs> steps in front of the blade because this is... The worst story writing I've ever seen. Yeah, someone saw Frozen and thought, hey, that's pretty good. (laughs) 
Oh my god, it is just frozen. I mean, that's literally what happens at the end of Frozen. Yeah. <laughs> just without any of the buildup or, you know. Or the naked gorilla lady. Yeah. That might have actually made Frozen a bit more tolerable. So, gorilla lady gets stabbed and falls on the ground, and this maid... Uh, I can't believe I'm gonna say this. This makes Aichi realize that, oh, he does love the gorilla lady. So he goes Super Saiyan and kills a lich. Yeah. Kinda, kinda removes any potential tension that the show could have once you kill something as powerful as a lich, right? Oh, absolutely. Not to mention, these are allegedly powers, the way, the magic, the water magic and suddenly dual-wielding Kirito's swords are abilities that somehow, at some point, he developed. It is not elaborated on. He just Mad. somehow gained these abilities. Why would you care about that? Dylan, you you just want to cut straight to the action and the goofs and the horniness, right? I want world building. I want storytelling. I want a story that isn't afraid to take its time to slowly get concepts across instead of just slam exposition down my throat and then have a fight with no stakes. I can't fucking stand that. Oh, God, Dylan, I, I wish I didn't have to do this to you. I really did. <laughs> but that's like the only the like what first two episodes that is the end of the second episode yes yeah. um, after the lich is killed apparently the dying gorilla lady decides oh she can digivolve now and turns into a naked lady so now it's cool <laughs> now it's totally cool if he fucks her that makes it completely okay. It's fine, guys. I swear, she may only have been a human for a day, but she's actually like a... God, how old? They don't explain her age. They, they don't. don't explain and her age. They don't explain her age, right? We don't know how old she was in gorilla years. We don't know how old she is in people years. I swear, it's, it's a she's a gorilla. She's an adult gorilla. Yeah, like there, there's a lot going on in here that you just don't want to. Uh, you don't want to there are questions here you don't want to have the answer to because it'll probably make things worse uh, that's the general consensus of whenever there's a question that is asked in this show it's like hey but what about the logistics of this and this and it's like eh, don't worry about it uh, because if you do know it'll make things just that much more un unfortunate yeah i'm I, i'm sure they're gonna say at some point or maybe even the light novel they say oh she's only 16 because it's fucking disgusting and this author is a terrible person and he's already a zoophile may as well be a pedophile look and don't get me wrong i abide by a monster fucker logic right so like if it's uh, sentient and can consent and all parties involved are of a proper age and can consent then yeah go for it if the if a big old gorilla that is, you know, sentient and human wants to go for it, then by all means. But I don't think you could stop it, Sean. Well, no, no. But the, the consent is the major thing here, Dylan. Yes, it does boil down to consent. And I'm I'm not going to think about it. I'm not going to overthink it. This is disgusting. It's vile. Anyway, uh, uh, she's from 17. The, there okay. you go. Uh, he's yep. probably the same age, whatever. Yep. Anyway. Uh, lich is dead, naked lady, all of a sudden, bam, the lich turned into a chest because video game, and out of the chest comes a mascot character. Yeah. Exposition mascot character McGee. Yeah. Who this reminds me. doesn't have me, anything original, Dylan. It has nothing original. This mascot character is one of the worst I've seen so far. Do you know what he yeah. actually reminded me of? What's that? The one from Conception. Oh, God. Oh, God, yeah, no, I, I, 
I still occasionally have nightmares of that Tanuki. The sexually harassing Tanuki. Fucking horrible. Now, this one has yet, this mascot character has yet to sexually harass anyone in the five episodes that I've seen, but he's shown up thrice, I think. Uh, and he introduces himself as, I really can't fucking remember, annoying mascot character number seven. He's a white rabbit, and a he suit. is very clearly both the main bad guy and God. What a twist. Be- <laughs> oh, wow. He pops out and says, hey, you're the first person to clear this dungeon. Congrats. Bye bye That's episode two. That's the entirety of it. This really could have been the way this is built out. Those first two episodes could have been easily condensed into one. Slightest (laughs) restraint could have been a somewhat better, I don't know, five episodes. Or if they wanted to just not, I think that would have been even better. Yeah, well, unfortunately, that's rarely the case once it gets on our program, Dylan. The the, the problem is, is people rarely decide to not, and then we talk about it. (laughs) Yeah. It would be kind of a boring show otherwise. Like, ah, man. Uh, so this studio was making the show, and then halfway we were like, hey, wait a minute, this is kind of fucked up. Let's not. Then the podcast would end, and we wouldn't really have much in terms of goofs. Oh, I want to look into studios that have realized how bad something they, they were making was, and then stop production. That would be great. Dog, if there's anything studios know, it's the sunk fa- a cost fallacy. Once uh, they're unless you're Warner in, Bros. Yeah, they always finish. Yeah. Uh, so, episode three... We need to force our heroes into a way to A, meet more harem people, and B, do more adventure shit. So what are we going to do? We're going to have them join a guild, because of fucking course we do. Uh, this guild, oh, it's not just your normal adventurer's guild. Sean, do you want to know what the twist for this adventurer's guild is? Oh, I already know, but please enlighten me. They're all sexual deviants. Yeah. Oh, and rapists. Uh, there, yeah. there are three confirmed rapists in this fucking adventurer's guild. And when confronted about it, the guildmaster says, oh, they're only doing what they think is best. Our protagonist agrees to join this after that revelation. Yeah, no, it doesn't exactly put the show in a good light, does it? This author needs to be investigated. <laughs> Uh, anyway, the rest of the guild doesn't matter aside from one person, uh, Artorius or Artoria. Sorry, thinking of a much better video game at the moment. Uh, mm-hmm. Artoria, clearly another harem member. She's cursed with bad luck, which really just means she's a self-loathing Sundere. And yeah, there is actually one <laughs> truly notable thing about this episode. It is my first time hearing an unironic Ara Ara. Uh, man, dog. Ara Ara, like, is said, it, it's a placeholder word. You know, it's like a oh my type of a placeholder word. So it's said unironically loads of places. But this might be the first time you've actively noticed okay, it. Okay, that is fair. This is my first time catching it in a oh god, it's a horny way. Let's go with that. Yeah. My first time yeah. catching a horny Ara Ara. After you really understand what it is, yeah. Yeah, I'm blaming you for this, Sean. Hey, bud, that's what I'm here for. Uh, But anyway, yeah, that's the entirety of episode three. We meet the Sundere. That's it. Yep. Uh, Episode four, we meet the Ginyu Force. Well, the Walmart Ginyu Force. Well, Walmart's probably a bit high. The dollar store Ginyu Force. Yeah, we meet the dollar store Ginyu Force. And the the master lady with a whip. (laughs) The dollar general force, yes. And then our... Three, our protagonist and two harem members are 
boom, teleported into a dungeon and separated. Well, Artoria, uh, Astoria, Astorian, Asterian, Artoria. Asterian. <laughs> <laughs> Just a swath <laughs> elven British vampire. God, shows up. yes. If she and was replaced with Asterian, the pouting would be so much better. It would be so good. Altria is her name. Altria? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I wrote Artoria and Astaroth. Why did I write Astaroth? Anyway, <laughs> Altoria? Well, a combination of the intoxication. Altaria? And, yeah, no. She's here. a Pokemon? Yeah, here's her name. And uh, I also sent you a, a picture of the uh, promo art. Notice how the protagonist Altria. is barely visible. Oh my visible. god, I, was, I may have encountered a different translation. I mean, it's completely possible. Like because the last name it. is also spelled different. Oh yeah. Well, hey. The last name I when uh, on the the version I was watching, her name was Artria Grem with two M's instead of one. Yeah. Sean. Yeah. What's up? Do you think the translation errors made me watch a subpar show? Not really. No, I feel like you got the same experience, my guy. <laughs> Damn. Uh. Anyway, look as somebody who watched the official like translation uh, and whatnot uh, to do research for this. You didn't, you, your, your experience is very similar to mine, right? Cool. God, this is just like whenever I'm involved with Shonen Flop and somehow I get a bad translation. Mm-hmm. All right. So, yes, Altria gets separated from Saria the Gorilla and Seichi? Seichi? Fuck. Seichi, yep. Seichi. Cool. Kirito. Oh, no. Altria's fighting a dragon god and Blamberchakness kills a mimic. The worst mimic I've ever seen. And that's saying something, because you love mimics. I love mimics. I, I've seen... I, I love mimics. I love material with mimics in it. I will be getting a mimic tattoo at some point. I fucking but, love but not mimics. not that mimic? Not that fucking mimic. However, that mimic has almost an interesting... It has an interesting lineup for a backstory. Um, because, of course, he kills the mimic, he gets its backstory. It's, it was upset that its job was replaced with new technology. <laughs> That's very Black Mirror for this show. <laughs> it gave me a great idea of how to actually make this no case show. Yeah, unfortunately, no matter how good your idea is, my guy, nothing yeah. could have saved this show. So uh, they, they kill the mimic and they get a ring that, oh no, Altria's bad luck will turn into good luck if we give this to her. It's a ring of bad luck. It will multiply anyone's, li- anyone's luck by negative two. So if you have negative luck, you'll have positive luck multiplied even. Well, that's a convenient solution. Yeah, it would have been great if that was something that they had built a little more on, shown some restraint, showed some patience, built up to, had maybe her character realized that she needed to find a way instead of just lamenting, oh, I'm so unlucky, there's a way to turn my luck around, have this be a personal quest, turn it into maybe a multi-episode arc where they're trying to do that, and then the power of friendship can then help turn their luck around. No, it's deus ex machina. Uh, Anyway, I fairly certain that is just episode four Aster- and Asterian episode ends on a fake out of Asterian's death at the hands of the dragon god which y'all give us some fucking stakes they know it's a fake out we know it's a fake out at the very end because then as the dragon's about to annihilate Asterian with a just a giant fireball the Seiichi's cloak appears and blocks the flame because Suspense is dead. Yeah. The the creator of the show wasn't looking to tell a story. They were looking to live out a fantasy. This is one of the uh, most clean examples of wish fulfillment we've seen in a hot minute, Dylan. 
but the wish fulfillment is bad. Oh yeah, no, it's bad wish like, fulfillment. Even the etchy parts of the wish fulfillment are bad. I told you at the start, there, there, this isn't an etchy show. It isn't listed as one for a lot of people. Its its primary themes <sighs> are harem and isekai. Like what if like as far as shows with horny elements go, this has very few in comparison. Like, like even just the generic fan service that every isekai has that it, you don't ha like don't require a show to be labeled as etchy. The generic fan service is terrible. Yeah. You've got, I don't know, half-assed booty shots of a character in denim cutoff jorts that remind me very much of an anime that I can't fully remember right now. Sean? Um, Darker Than Black? Black Lagoon, that's the name of it. Yes, that rings a bell, Black Lagoon. Hey, perfect. Yes, Black Lagoon, Revy from Black Lagoon. Yes, that is the character. I've seen images of that character all over the fucking place. That is what made it stick in my head. That's so why that I is Darker why... Than Black, because <laughs> it had the word black in it. Sean. Anyway, episode five. Um, the protagonist kills the dragon after, in the middle of a fucking fight, God gives him five new attacks. Yeah. This is why having a good DM Proving is Proving that not only are there no stakes, there mm -hmm. are negative stakes. Because any time there's any amount of, oh, tension, oh, the dragon has an ability that can hold the protagonist still, God's going to give him the ability to break out of that hole just like that. Don't you fucking worry. Don't worry. There's no need for any suspense. Oh, drama never heard of her. We're just going to be here for the pure wish fulfillment. Fuck patience. So yeah, dragon dies. Apparently the dragon was a good guy. And then the hubris of mankind and greed made the dragon uh, turn into a bad guy. Yeah, that, that completely defeats uh, what dragons represent in most media, but that's okay. That's fine. <laughs> not, not to mention, oh my god, that dragon looks terrible. Oh yeah, no, you, you thought they were going to have good animation. The, the animation this. in this show is fucking garbage. Yeah, well, hey, I can actually explain a little bit of that if you like. Oh, hell yeah. So this is a studio that we've never covered before. Okay. The studio is called Studio Hotline. Like Hotline Miami, so they just killed all of their animators? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. They definitely didn't pay them very much, if I had to guess. Because apparently this studio was established back in 2007. Uh, but since then, they've only made five shows. Hold up. What? Now, yeah. are, are these shows with, like, continuing seasons, so they're working on, like, one show for no, 20 years? No, no, all the shows have one season and then stopped. I don't think this is a real company, Sean. Yeah, no, I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't either. Yeah, no, the only show that they made that has multiple seasons is this one. In fact, no, I believe that th that studio doesn't exist. I don't think they're real. I think that studio is the equivalent of Alan Smithy. <laughs> yeah. Are you familiar with Alan Smithy? Vaguely. Alan Smithy is the name a director or any real lead producer member of a crew will use to just say, hey, I don't want to have this on my IMDb. I don't want to be involved with this. I know how big of a shit show this is. I'm distancing myself from it after it's released. So you're saying this is a burner studio. Exactly. This studio is the name when, a stu when an actual studio realizes they've made utter fucking garbage. They instead release it under this one instead. It's like, uh, oh, God, this is so bad. He fucks a gorilla. Uh, let's, uh, you know what? No, 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 no. Let's not put Madhouse. Let's just sign this one as Hotline and give it to our D team. Well, I mean, that would make sense consi considering like all of the evidence of uh, I of the uh, thing I did. Bleh, words, 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 Hamilton. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all the research, all the minimal research and effort I put into looking at this show uh, pointed to was that Studio Hotline 
was established in 07 and they released a few things in like the late 2010s and that's and most recently this hot mess okay either, yeah, either they don't actually exist or it's really just two guys in a basement and it takes them that long to animate these shows which i mean hey if it's just two guys animating things by themselves good on them uh pick if better that's content the case however they yeah. should a develop a better style make better content, make content with heart. So actually, no, if it's just a couple guys in a basement, they should instead be doing something like Violence Voyager. Ha! Yeah, perhaps, perhaps. Because that was only made by a couple of guys, right? Uh, one dude, if I'm not mistaken. One dude and, like, whoever he hired to be a VA for it. Yeah, it, it was an incredibly small team, bare minimum, including even the marketing end of things. Incredibly oh, yeah, small I mean, team. They, they, they reached out to us for marketing, of all things. So, yeah. like, come on. Incredibly small teams can put out fantastic works, works that will actually make you think and a little uneasy. And then there's this. This makes you not want to think. <laughs> this makes me not want to think. So, yeah, uh, Dragon's dead. They give the dragon the backstory. Uh, it's actually a good guy, really. I have problems with this for multiple reasons. Um, they're not doing any further real setup into the villains themselves beforehand, of course. They're also not letting villains be villains. Yeah. They have to give every single bad guy a tragic backstory of trail of loss that's fine if you want to do that to your bad guys however if that's the case you also need to approach what the root cause of the betrayal what the root cause of the loss is i can kind of tell you what they're kind of going for uh, or at least what the studio was really trying to emphasize uh they're trying to do what demon slayer does and uh give you a little bit of background to the major demons that are killed so you can feel a bit of sympathy for them for when they were human and why they got to be that point. But at the same time, Demon Slayer does it way better in the fact that the villains are very, very villainous and their reasons and their pre-demon selves are sympathetic. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, they still kind of needed to go, though. All right. So let's let's take a moment, Sean, actually. Let's let's think about all of the shows that this media steals elements from. Yeah, I will also say, uh, the original light novel was published in 2014, so... Oh, that is well after every single one of these tropes have been well-established. Correct. There is no excuse for this fucking garbage. Anyway, so, you've got the... Um, from Demon Slayer, they've stolen the, uh, the elements of, you know, tried to build a little bit of empathy, and that was a really huge... That, Demon, Demon Slayer is still fucking huge. It is a massive property at this point in time. And then, of course, they've got the very clear video game elements, not only of every isekai ever, not really every, most of the isekais, but primarily popularized by things like sword art. So they've got that involved in there. Then they've got overpowered character who steals his opponent's abilities and then becomes even more overpowered, thus never having any actual challenge in a fight from Slime Reincarnate. Um, they don't have any of the charm of Slime Reincarnate because the protagonist of that was actually an interesting character, especially after being Isekai. They don't approach the overpowered character being kind of depressed with how overpowered they are, like One Punch Man does. They just roll with it and let him enjoy being overpowered and bland, you know? And I, I, I think the show could actually be made you know, just to move it from being a, you know significantly below average isekai to at least a slightly slightly above average isekai a couple, a couple small changes okay so the entire premise the fruit of evolution is flawed it doesn't give the character struggle 
doesn't show the character growing. It is just, boom, here we are. Suddenly he's the most powerful guy ever. Don't do that. Don't fucking do that. If you're, if you're going to do that, do it in a much better way. It's poisoned. It is poisoned at the roots. The, the fruit of revolution, the tree that bears the fruit of revolution is poisoned at its very roots. <laughs> it's a blighted plant and must be purged from existence. Exactly. There is no, <laughs> I'm going to keep saying this again and again and again. It really comes down to a lack of patience. The show doesn't respect its audience to have enough patience. It doesn't respect the media to use patience to develop its plot and its characters and its world. There's, I have no idea what the fuck is even going on with this world. Okay, there's a demon, there's a demon world kind of group. There's a bunch of demons. And then there's some humans. That's it. That, that about it, Sean? Yeah, more or less, more or less, basically. And another thing they could do, this is actually a much larger change. Building off of things I've mentioned earlier, like let villains be villains. But in this case, you don't need to let them be villains. The villains could actually be the protagonists. Paul Verhoeven, that shit. So, Sean. Yeah. You've seen, have you seen Starship Troopers? Of course. Yeah. Okay. So are you familiar with the source book, uh, which I believe is not, it's not called Starship Troopers. It's called um, Starship Soldiers, I think. Uh, I haven't read it, but I am vaguely familiar with it. So the original source is incredible. It is a fascist militaristic love letter because Robert Heinlein, I believe, was the author. He adored a good strongman story. He wanted to have one group be the most powerful above all. Paul Verhoeven, that lovely Dutchman, looked at the story and said, you know, not, nah, nah, fuck that. I've got an idea. Let's turn this into a satire of the very elements it's founded on. So have the protagonists be unabashed villains and let the antagonists be good guys who just want to be left the fuck alone. Yeah, that would be neat. Have our protagonists little group be um, radicalized by um, like small attacks from a uh, from the demon world where it's just demons say, leave us the fuck alone. And they lash back when they've had enough. And then the protagonist gets radicalized, say one of their family members dies or their friend dies or the guild hall gets destroyed. And then they just go and fucking annihilate everything. Have a I don't, just have Michael Ironside in there and have him get killed by a bunch of bugs. Have a kid get fused with a dog. Just do something to where the people who are actually in charge in this world, where you're clearly trying to develop sympathy for the antagonists. Full Metal Alchemist did it great by showing that the government was honestly, they were some really shitty guys. They carried out some terrible crimes. Yeah. yeah. Starship Troopers. It, the film specifically is very anti-fascist. It is saying, it poses the idea of, okay, these humans are colonizing everything. These bugs want to be left the fuck alone, but the humans are now colonizing the bugs' planets. What are the bugs going to do? Throw a couple rocks. Fight back a little bit. And then you see it more from the point of view of the humans who are like, these bugs are throwing fucking rocks at us. Of course, we've got to fucking destroy them. But you got to throw, you got to feed, you got to feed us these little, like, oh, wait, what? They, the bugs do say they want to be left alone? Oh, what? Our first encounter was actually us horribly attacking the bugs? Oh, the, the demons in this fucking show are actually, you know, they just want to be left in their dungeons and, you know, uh, they wanted to do some fair trade, but we decided that we were going to kill this dragon and use its armor to make weapons to kill them. And that's why the dragon betrayed us. And that's why the loot 
chest turned into a mimic because it didn't want to hold dead dragon gut. I'm trying. I'm trying to Dude, doctor this. It ain't look, fucking man, working. Man, there's just not much you can do for a script this generic and this bad. Essentially, what it boils down to is uh, go back to the drawing board and actually figure out what kind of story you want to tell rather than just trying to get out weird wish fulfillment. That's the moral of this story. Because let me tell you something right now, Dylan, this is not the worst one I've ever seen, by no means, but it is a prime example of everything that's wrong with uh, the isekai genre as a full. So, Sean, you've seen a shit ton of isekai. Correct. How would you say this compares to something a bit more mainstream, like in another world with my smartphone? Um. Because my understanding of that is there is a fair amount of the same wish fulfillment complaints, but it does appear to take things not only a little slower, but also throw some challenges, some actual roadblocks yeah, in the way. Yeah, like, the main difference between this and that one is smartphone actually has a gimmick and more or less sticks to it from what I've seen of it. Granted, I haven't seen all of it because fuck that, but this one, the gimmick is uh, wish fulfillment, and that's not a good gimmick. No, <laughs> Especially when it's bad wish fulfillment. If you want to do the video game with an overpowered protagonist, have them be overpowered in one very incredibly specific, specific way. way. Like, yeah. uh, was it Bofury is what I'm thinking of? The, the defense one? Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. And that, that actually <sighs> took place in a video game. Like, dog, let your video game anime yeah. be video games. People, okay, Not- like, sure, you got your boring-ass min-maxers who maximize the hell of their, out of their characters. But the best video game stories, the ones people appreciate the most, the most power, popular, even, like, I would say video game content is when people play a game in an unexpected way. So what if you are only playing Fallout by walking backwards? You have to throw in some kind of consistent gimmick. Well, look on the bright side, Dylan. You won't ever have to watch this show again. Uh, but with that in mind, do you have any guesses on what the mouse score for this show is? I swear to God, if this is anything above a five, I'm going to fucking scream. Uh, it's going to be above a five. Oh, yeah, you got to think about you got to think about weeb mentalities. You, see, you know, there are going to be some people out there this, that enjoyed this show. I don't think there are. <laughs> I don't. I really don't think there are. I think that people are going to if anyone rates this highly, it's going to be specifically the first two episodes before the gorilla gets turned into a girl. And then people are going to stop watching once the gorilla becomes a girl. It would be very interesting to see, you know. A human male with a gorilla sidekick, where the gorilla sidekick's always trying to get in the human male's pants. That'd be, that has potential to be a little funny, I guess. But instead, they blew it. They yep. blew their load. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't use that wording. They blew their Quite load frankly. all over the gorilla lady. Oh, God. That's, that's horrible. Okay, so anyway, my guess, I'm going to say this is probably like a... I want to say it's like a 5.28, but it's probably going to be closer to like a 6.5. Oh, even 6.5, even 6.5. Yeah. Well, uh, back when this came out in 2021, only about 94,000 people watched it. Uh, and okay, reviewed so that's, it that seems based on mouse actually scores. below average for a seasonal yeah, isekai. Yeah, yeah. It, it's pretty low. It's a seasonal isekai. Like, unless it does something especially unique. All the Isekai fanboys are going to watch it, but not really care about it or drop it pretty quickly. Um, but with those uh, 94,000 ratings, the Fruit of Evolution is sitting uh, nice and comfortably at a 6.21. Oh, okay. That's almost respectable. Okay. Yeah, yeah this much is more missing... encouraging than yeah. your 6.5, I would say. Like, if this had more etchy, I would expect the rating to go up. 
If it oh, had, yeah, no. Like, if they had fully committed to the horniness, then maybe. If it had no fan service whatsoever, like, I think fan service would be the saving grace for this show because of how terrible it is. <laughs> like, if they were fully committed to making a horny monstrosity of a show, then maybe it would have a chance. But since it doesn't commit to anything at all, it doesn't. It yeah, didn't they, even commit to having a gorilla as the main party member. <laughs> exactly. They didn't, like, does she turn back into a gorilla at some point? That, not as far as I know. Oh, God. Come on, y'all. That, That'd make her not a cute anime girl anymore, Dylan. And you can't have that. Once but, you go cute anime girl, you don't go gorilla, back. Sean. Why was she pink? Why was she pink? Uh, because pink is girly, Dylan. Don't you know? Obviously, that's... You can't have a female gorilla that's not pink, according to the, this anime. Doesn't make any goddamn Coco's sense. Coco's rolling in her fucking grave. <laughs> well, Coco won't have to know about it, thank God. I suppose with that in mind, there's only one thing I need uh, to ask you, Dylan. Did you want to watch any more Fruit of Evolution before we call it quits? You want to just watch a little bit more as a treat, as a flavor? I mean, there's a whole extra season to look at. Hey, Sean. Yeah. Did you know they made a Starship Troopers TV series? <laughs> Let's go watch that instead. Yeah, you know what? Fair, honestly. Will they have a similar shower scene as the original? <laughs> Uh, let's see, it was on, oh no, absolutely not, it was on Cartoon Network. Oh yeah, no, absolutely not, god no, that's got, that's gotta be horrible. However, then. it was on Cartoon Network in 1999, so maybe, because that was How when Cartoon Network- How deep into Network... Adult Swim was it? How deep into Adult Swim was it? Uh, it was also on the Siffy channel. Mm, it was called well, Roughnecks Starship Troopers Chronicles. Christ, that's not a great name, <laughs> that's a pretty rough name. Oh uh, god, yeah, nah. I mean, I'll, I'll settle for just watching the original Starship Troopers. I mean, because why not? The point is, Dylan, we're doing our part. And with that, thank you all so much for tuning in. If you enjoy me kidnapping my editor for an emergency episode because our dear boy Remington is exhausted beyond belief, then please head on over wherever you get your uh, podcasts and leave us a review. They mean the world to us, and we do read every single one. And if that is not enough for you, you can head on over to twitch.tv slash animeoutofcontext, where myself, Dylan, and Remington occasionally play video games very poorly. And if that is still not enough for you, you can head on over to patreon.com slash animeoutofcontext, where you gain access to all kinds of lovely bonus material, including having the opportunity to be thanked live on the podcast. So, Dylan, who are we thanking this week? Well, naturally, we want to give a shout out to all of our bland bitch protagonists who walked right out of this series and our magical girls. But. Our shout-outs begin with our yandere waifus, who are following us around as a big old pink gorilla trying to bring us to their lair for some snoo-snoo. <laughs> and because Patreon broke things, the order is going to be a little weird. We have a Weeb Watches romance anime just because he doesn't have a girlfriend. Aaron Heglin, a daze, Aisha Guji, AJ Tunnels, I can taste the strong in this milk. Alabama Weeb with too many peeker stickers on the car. Every day is a driving risk. Elise Howard, amazing muffin. And every day that Raven comes to visit. Anime out of context ruined my happy sugar life. Anonymous Gamer, Bert Beef Lem, Big Blue Bear Boy, Brockhart for Geodudes, but you may call me Tiffany. Cat girls are best girls, so give them cute little paws. Cheese Monkey, countrified goth, here to remind you that you just lost the game. Cryptkiller Steve, Cryptid Milf, Daddy Rem, tell me a bedtime story. Well, Rem's not here, but you can just listen to me read these off. Daddy Rem, Daddy Rem, will you kiss my wee boo boo and make it better? Now, Samantha, calling Daddy Sean an accident is rude. Danielle Wright, Erica McCorkle, every week we ignore Shuichi Kaguya is another injustice. Uh, no catastrophe, please, my brother, let us rewrite our songs and live calm. 
Patreon just cut that one right off. <laughs> F-bomb. Yeah. Fantide. Farmer Weave now looking for a career in sawdust talent optimization strategy. Forest Tray 5 is the best anime. Frankie is my cyborg wife or... Uh, George Edward Bottom, a.k.a. Bear Trap, a.k.a. Lin-Manuel Miranda's Muse, a.k.a. Fratricide Vodotop. Sean, what's your opinion on coprophilia? Glenn Michael Dolan. Goggle McGiggle fuck. Goggle. <laughs> Goggle McGiggle fuck. Goggle McGiggle fuck. <laughs> Uh, hey, Rem. <laughs> that one tickles you a little bit too much, it, I think. It tickles my giggle dick, yeah. Hey, Rem, Portuguese word of the week. Now, I can't tell if this is a C or it's the weird C that makes an S, so I'm going to say Asabaram Mina Adia. Adias? 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 Is Sprechikana Portuguese. Hey, Remington, Brennan's grandma misses you. Call her. She yearns for your secret sauce. Hey, Sean, let's do Full Metal Alchemist revisit. Hunter Davies, Hunter Tane. I'm here for the haunted house stories. I need that vitamin dick. I mean, Dylan, I simp hard for that voice. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Jam hey, hands. You, you played right into their trap there, Yes, <laughs> I did. Uh, Jam hands, Jax, Cassidy, Liam Dunn, lick my ass and call me Daddy Rem. Link Joker, Lonely Ginger Weeb. Hi, Sean. Love AOT and like the pod after six months of focused listening. Macaroni, you cheese, ah. Making fake Malakant so I can read Forest Fairy 5, 10 out of 10. Mecha Zap. Michaela 7 Hirto. Nice legs, Daisy Dukes. Makes a man go do, 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 do. How many do's are there? Do, 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 do. Uh, nice opinion, Sean. One small problem, though. IP 92.28.455.672. I believe we have just been... Hold on. Let me Google that one to see <laughs> where that IP... Let's see. Where that should allegedly be announced. I'm just worried that's a sleeper code of some kind. You know, funny enough, I actually can't find any info on that IP address. Uh, it, it pulls up House Bill 672, which is, it specifies that school districts operating magnet schools as part of a desegregation settlement agree they will not be penalized. Agreement that they will not be penalized for insufficient buses, I guess. I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> Nitzira, oh no, I fucked my sister. Oops. Other McNutt, Pacquiao Musico. Praise Haruhiism. Have you heard of our Lord and Savior Haruhi? Pro tips out of context. If you need to take off a non weeb, introduce them to the alternate. <laughs> if, you need to take up, if you need to take off a non weeb, introduce them to the alternate pronunciation of anime. Anime. Mm. Professor Fox. Rem doesn't completely hate my favorite shows. And Rem. Oh, wait. No, there's more. Holy shit. Oh my god, there's more. Okay. Sorry, Patreon glitched out and showed some of the next tier in here. Let's see. Rem doesn't completely hate my favorite shows. Rem loves the big hole. Rem uses the drums of liberation to free all weebs from bad anime. Rhiannon Williams. Rest in peace, Bob Barker. The OG waifu. Everyone let out a doo-doo-doo-doo in remembrance. Ross Palmer. Sukhoi Dekai, that's what she said. Seth Senju. Sean, I googled spooky anime tits and was surprised Gantz was on it. Can you show me that or its movie? Next. Jojo Addict, Shoto, ah, Jojo Addict, who doesn't need help, just more manga to read and anime to watch. Sound secondary, Snakey Pie, Stacy's mom, Super Zeus, Swedish Weeb, Tattooed Weeb, Turban. Thanks for being the best thing to listen to while working out. Y'all's mostly agreeable takes distract me just enough. That guy that makes Rem say "unt" at least once a week. The Cappy Bar in love with half a man. The chosen Juan. <laughs> uh, the Danish Viking will conquer the world with Rorno Azoro as my navigator. The guy who changes his name every week says, guys, seriously, take a week off already. The Susanator, the bull behind glasses once welcome, Cheetah Saber's visit. Thopter not king. Thopter not king, ruler of Ornai. 
Tiger Lily Snape, Titan CNH, Totally God's Angel, Trojan Manly Man, Truck Coon Appreciation Society, Unhinged Prax, Username, Utah Number One, Walk Me Home Gently, Watch Even, I'll Write a Poem Every Day for a Month, Weekly Haiku About Papa Sihalhuahan, His B-Day Is Over, And Still He Hates Blue, Pretty Fucked Up, Hashtag Sawdust Rebellion, When the Forest Fairy Five Revisit, Whenever Sean Parts the Kimono, A Small Child Flies Out Yelling, Nico Nico Nee, Nico Nico Nee, Fuck, I Can't Remember. Yeah, no, it's Nico Nico, don't okay. worry. Uh, the point is, is I don't like that name. <laughs> why Sean, why Sean? Yandere Neko, your weekly reminder to wash your pits, Sean. Xanax, zombie stop. The day may come when Misaka watches the lazy harem Misekai, but it is not this day. Lucky you, Misaka. I wasn't so fucking lucky. Uh, Drunk Betsakotl for anime out of context mascots says, mascots says Misaka Misaka, earnestly expecting praise and reward. My, my name is first now, bitch. Oops, sorry, I was just overly excited. You're not a bitch. Please don't hurt me. And next, we... Holy shit. Jesus fuck. Holy yeah. goddamn. There's we a move, lot. There's a lot. It's we a move good on to, to the boy wizard <laughs> tier, where every single one of you will be getting a fruit. <laughs> hey, nice, simple, to the point. I dig it. And starting, we have second to none. You're getting Abu. Allfather Gambler, you're getting Asai. Animated Z, you're getting Acerola. Beethoven 1201, you're getting Akebi. Blood Cell, not the bitch boy white ones. You're getting Axi. A C K E E. I don't even know. Axi? Axi? Aki? <laughs> Probably. I don't know. Do I look like a fruit expert to you? Yes. You know, fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cameron Coates, you're getting the African cherry orange. Carver 271, you're getting the American May apple. Chromatic, you're just getting the apple. Crimson Reapers, just because of the sides, you're getting an apricot. Initial D is the worst romance anime, you're getting Aratiles. Just a small town girl, living in a lonely world. She took the midnight train, going anywhere. You're getting Araza. Uh, Kafka is my mommy, you are getting Anana Squamosa. Kugor, you're getting the avocado. Latino just heard someone whisper, I want to eat your pancreas. You're getting banana. Massimo Martelli, you are getting the bilberry. Miguel De Leon, you're getting the Blackberry. Mike got his Overlord review, you're getting the Black Current. Monogatry is everything you guys say you want in anime. <laughs> everything you guys say you want in an anime. This week, characters are straight, lolly, pervert, and rich girl. Why do you guys want straight characters in an anime? That's boring. <laughs> you know, fair. You are going to be getting Buddha's hand. Nuh-uh, spy, you're getting cacao. P.L. Murr, you get the big hole, you get the cactus pear. Please consider the magical girl musical of Healer Girl, I want to know Rem's opinion. You get the egg fruit. Ran a girlfriend, revisit now or make Rem watch some more Sword Art Online. You get the cherry. Roxop? Roscop? Rosco? Rosco Peepee? Rosco Peepee. You get the cloud berry. Rowdio, you get the current. Ryan loves Milena. You get the damson. The Drew is tired. She is eepy. You get the dragon fruit. Vincent Calabrese. You get the durian. What does Daddy Rem say to Mommy Sean? You get the holla fruit. And here we are moving on up to the Joey Wheeler tier, where Sean is going to give you a fantasy character, and I'm going to tell you what overpowered ability you'll get when you kill it. Uh, starting off with Blue Baron 15. Uh, you'll get a dragon turtle. Once you kill a dragon turtle, you get the ability to drag your turtle. <laughs> Don't abuse your turtle. Be nice to your turtles. And then next up, we have Remington's Dear Mom. 
Uh, you get uh, an awakened shrub. You know, after you kill the awakened shrub, you gotta make a bitchin' shrub, you know? You, you take your strawberries, you macerate them with some sugar, and then you throw in some vinegar, and you make a really good drink in vinegar. It's called a shrub. Next up, we have Hermione, Pegs, Harry, and Ron. Uh, you get, uh, you get a drider. You get spider tits. <laughs> okay, alright, that one got me. God. <laughs> what, what a superpower. Spider tits, spider tits, does whatever spider tits does. They don't exist. Because spiders don't really have big tits. Oh no, where are the spider tits? That is not an invitation to send us Ragnarok stuff. I'm just telling you that right now. <laughs> you send it directly to Sean on Discord or on Twitter. <laughs> I'm just terrified of the P.O. box. That's what I'm scared of. I can deal with PNGs and JPEGs. <laughs> and finally, if your lover won't stab you in the middle of lug making, do they really love you? Uh, you get a, uh, a kobold. You get really good at stealing shit. Hell yeah. And also, you're blue. Hey, my favorite. <laughs> and that will uh, do it for those. I can't remember how this continues. Thank you very much for tuning in. If you have questions, comments, or recommendations, feel free to send them to animeoutofcontext at gmail.com or to us at animeconpod on Twitter. Uh, Sean, help me out here. Yeah, no, that's the way it goes. Once again, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. We love and appreciate you very, very much. And as always, don't fuck your sister. Or a gorilla. Do-do-do-do. <laughs> Without consent. <laughs> Without consent.